When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2456, The Incredible Power of the 1% Margin for Improvement, part one, by Paula Pant of affordanything.com. And I'm your narrator, Justin Mollick, reading you blogs every single day of the year. Today's article is a little longer than normal, so I'll read the first half and then finish the rest tomorrow. So with that, let's get right to part one and continue optimizing your life. The Incredible Power of the 1% Margin for Improvement, part one, by Paula Pant of affordanything.com. Another month is over. Your bills have arrived. You settle down on the couch, scanning through your statements. Sheesh, it happened. You spent more money than you intended. Again, you made a resolution, maybe for New Year's, maybe on your birthday, maybe on any random day of the year. You promised yourself that this time, things will be different. This year would be the year that you pay off your debt, hit your savings target, buy that first rental property, open that retirement account, start a side business, boost your income. But the only thing that's happened is that you're a little older. Nothing else changed. Despite all your determination, despite all your good intentions, you're in the same spot now as you were six months ago. What gives? 1% margin for improvement. The British cycling team used to feel the same way. Every year, the team tried to win the Tour de France. Every year, they failed. This pattern repeated over and over and over again, spanning generations, lifetimes. The team competed for 76 years. They lost every time. In 2012, their fate transformed. A British cyclist won the Tour de France. Another British teammate placed second. And for dessert, the team took home eight gold medals at the London Olympics that same year. I'll ask again, what gives? Their path to victory started a decade earlier when Dave Brailsford took over as the team's manager and performance director. Brailsford believes in the theory of the 1% margin for improvement, also known as the aggregation of marginal gains. He applied this to every aspect of the team members' lives. He started with the obvious, seat ergonomics, wheel weight, athlete nutrition. He placed the cyclist in a wind tunnel and found minor improvements in aerodynamic technique. He saw that dust was affecting tires and gears, so he painted the floor white to aid the cleaning staff. He found the most restful mattresses and pillows and transported these to hotels during team travels. He hired a surgeon to teach the athletes about proper hand-washing techniques. He found the most effective massage gel. He became precise about food preparation. One of his athletes carried his own espresso maker to hotels so he can brew the perfect cup before competition. 
We search for small improvements everywhere, Brailsford told the Harvard Business Review. Quote, forget about perfection, focus on progression, end quote. Microprogress in your life. You might not need to focus on the ergonomics of your bicycle like Brailsford did, but you can use his approach to make micro-progress towards your goals. Want to invest in your first rental property? Take tiny steps to prepare yourself. Read one article per day. Increase your savings or income by small amounts as you build a down payment fund. Spend an hour per week looking at price-to-rent values of various neighborhoods. Likewise, get better sleep, eat clean, exercise. These affect your focus, concentration, and productivity. Brailsford isn't the only person who tested this idea. The incredible story of micro-progress traces back to the 1830s. 1% chess. Wilhelm Steinitz was a fierce competitor. The youngest of 13 children born into a poor family in 1830s Prague, Steinitz learned chess at age 12 and began competing in his 20s after moving to Vienna. He distinguished himself as the best chess player in Austria and then went on to become the first undisputed world champion of chess. He attributes his success to an accumulation of small advantages. I was champion for 28 years because I played on certain principles which neither my biggest rival nor anyone else of his time understood, he wrote. His chess championship streak was the most famous use of marginal gains theory in his day. 1% business. Massachusetts-based UX-UI design company Fresh Tilled Soil harnessed marginal gains theory to improve every aspect of employee performance and satisfaction on their 30-person team. They moved into a modern office space with large windows and skylights, reasoning that natural sunlight boosts productivity. They replaced office junk food with healthier snacks. They filtered out junk leads so they could focus sales efforts on qualified leads. They optimized their website for search and referral traffic. During staff meetings, they connected the company's mission to its day-to-day actions. The result? We doubled our revenues with a net gain of one new team member, CEO Richard Banfield wrote. Twice as much income, nearly the same expenses. 1% savings. I invoked the idea of marginal gains last year when I issued the 1% challenge. This challenge dares you to boost your savings rate by 1% per month. To calculate this, just move the decimal point two places left. If you earn $2,000 per month, 1% is $20. If you earn $4,000 a month, 1% is $40. If you earn $8,000 per month, 1% is $80. I say save as a shorthand for anything that improves your net worth, including tackling debt beyond the minimum, real estate down payments, and retirement contributions. The idea? If you boost your savings one additional percent every month, By next year, you'll save 12% of your income more than you do today. You can customize this in whatever way fits you best. Some people take huge leaps, saving five or 10% in one gigantic move. Others take smaller steps, saving an additional 1% every two to three months, which adds up to an extra four to 6% of your income per year. Some apply the idea behind the 1% challenge to earning more. One challenger increased her rates in her side business and now earns four times more. I initially thought this would be a one-year challenge, but it's thriving as a rolling, evergreen concept. Anyone can join anytime and stay for as long as the challenge serves them. The typical challenger saves more than 20% of his or her income, which is awesome. 1% across life. Hear that in tomorrow's episode. 
You just listen to part one of the post titled The Incredible Power of the 1% Margin for Improvement by Paula Pant of affordanything.com. Take it to Paula. Now, while I'll be the first to admit that a design company adding sunlight or changing the food they provide does not necessarily mean that that is what caused them to end up succeeding because there's a good possibility that they would have increased sales and done well anyway. I think overall what she mentions makes perfect sense. One of the ways I was able to get myself to exercise more frequently is just doing that 1% consistently, like 15 push-ups, that's it, or 40 squats without weights. Even just getting outside, it doesn't really matter that much what it is. It's simply training ourselves to do something super tiny, micro-progress, as she called it, to build a better habit. And those go a long way. It's an improvement, an actual win to build upon, which psychologically should give us that feeling of achievement and then we want to do it even more. Plus that tiny bit compounds over time. But we'll hear more about that tomorrow, so I'll stop there for today. Have a great weekend if you're listening in real time and I'll catch you on tomorrow's episode where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.